Now then, Magic fans, welcome to episode five of Penny for Your Thoughts, the playoff special. Uh, this week, as always, joined by Mikey and Garant. Uh, how are you guys doing? Mikey, good? Yeah, very Played well, mate. basketball? Absolutely. Basketball after, watching after, that game? after watching that Blazers game last night, I'm ready to go. Stunning. Stunning. Would you like to keep the format? I, I'm definitely all for that. If they can... Uh, it just gives... It's just something that, it's just different, isn't it? it, was, it I thought it was a really cracking game. Um, good advertisement for the NBA. Um, end to end. I mean, when you've got Carmelo Anthony throwing himself on the ball, on the floor for loose balls, and they were just scrapping and fighting for everything last night, weren't they? It was, it was a really was good great. game. So I'm, I'm all for them bringing that back in as a, as a regular thing from next season. G, what about yourself, mate? Yeah, all good here. Thank you, mate. Um, yeah. What Michael said, um, I tweak it a little bit, maybe. Uh, I don't think it should be within four games, but I'm sure they'll look at that. But all for a, a play-in, so yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd agree with you on that one, G. Probably keep it as a perhaps a two games over a regular season, two three games. But yeah, I th- it was it was stunning. Loved that game. Loved that game. Right, we'll move on because uh, it's not necessarily about the magic that one. So as we've got a huge amount to get through this week, um, quick recap of the week that has passed. So what did we have? We had start off with T. Ross leaving the bubble, followed by, um, at best, a lethargic loss against the Nets. We then had T. Ross return to the bubble, and then we faced the Pelicans on Thursday night in what was a very entertaining game to watch, and uh, nice to get the win going into um, the, the playoffs. Now, just on the week that's passed, guys, um, you were able to do the video wall for the Magic game against the Nets, wasn't it? Yes. Mikey, what was your impression of it? How did you find it? Uh, it, was, it was a really cool experience. It's something is a bit surreal, sat in your living room watching the game on the computer, and then you're seeing yourself on the screen in the arena. It was a bit, bit of a weird thing. We had stuff, I think, was it the third quarter, G? Popped up yeah. in our section. Um so you sat a couple of seats away from stuff and you're actually watching the Magic Games sat in your living room. But yeah, it was very weird. Um, but it was cool. You got to chat with other fans in the same section during the game um, and during timeouts and breaks and halftime. Um, me and G, I think, I think we, were, uh, we were representing the UK really well. G looked like a 10-year-old sat in the back row. Thank you. <laughs> you I wasn't like a 10-year-old there. You still look like a 10-year-old sat there now. <laughs> And then I was creating the perfect in-game magic experience by sat there munching on a pizza during the game. So that I think it was the second quarter and it panned in and you could see me and Garrett in the section. And I've there got a mouthful like a hamster pizza. Um, you were think, Yeah. And, uh, and at half time, the game, obviously the game got muted. So all the fans can, uh, could talk to one another during the break. And uh, Becky comes in, my wife, and she said to me, she goes, did I just hear Geraint say, I need a beer? <laughs> <laughs> so they were trying to get everyone's reaction at halftime about how the game was going. Geraint just turned around and said, I need a beer. Well, that first half performance, I think we'd have all needed one. It was shocking, wasn't it? It was absolutely shocking. How did you find, Jig, how did you find the um, video stream on the, on the wall when you were watching the game? Yeah, 
I've got the, the world's oldest laptop, so I had a bit of difficulty, A, downloading and getting in on time. So luckily I was able to do that. Um, it was a little bit choppy, if, if I'm being perfectly honest, on, on my side. That's no fault of, you know, um, Windows. Um, what's the, for, the platform again? Um, Microsoft Windows Teams. Teams. Microsoft, yeah. Teams, Microsoft Teams. Yeah, so no fault of their own. Um, I know you had some difficulty, Paul, but um, once it all got going, mm -hmm. um, like what Mikey said, it was all good. Um, very surreal seeing yourself on the screen. Um, but if I'm honest, I think I'd rather watch the game on, on, a, on a normal television, yeah. um, take mm -hmm. it in, you know. Um, I just felt like I had to be interacting perhaps a little bit too much, you know, with the other people just to show you're still there. Um, but no, great experience and uh, one we're very thankful of. Yeah. Right, um, obviously, my link on the next game, that failed. Um, the NBA had changed certain links within certain sections uh, the seating areas that you were going to be in. So it meant that the link I'd got didn't work. Uh, you needed to contact NBA um, customer support or whatever they called it. Um, just wasn't time. So I, my link didn't work. Unfortunately, I didn't get to do it. I did have the experience of doing it previously against the Suns. Um, like you said, G, I found that I would, well, would rather watch it uh, on the League Pass uh, I think the video is better quality. Um, and as you said, you kind of feel like almost you've got to perform. I don't know. Mm. Uh, you're there on, performing you're there on monkey. the screen. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, a bit you're of about yeah, to be a performing a like, monkey yeah. on the screen. You're used to <laughs> that. We all know my brain's controlled by a monkey that plays symbols like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, it was a great experience to do it. but and I, and I love the concept of it. I just think that they've got a few technical difficulties to iron out I think at one point G, you got binned out in the same way as I did on the Suns game I uh, did, sorry yeah. the Kings game uh, doing it but yeah love the idea love the idea but I'm pleased that we've all got the chance to do it that was good excellent okay let's say we've got a huge amount to get through so uh, let's let's have a quick move on and get on to the subject of the week the playoffs um, ready for it looking forward to it G yeah Absolutely. Uh, this is what they play for, isn't it? You know, it is. 82 games or 73, whatever we played, um, all in preparation for this. Uh, we all start on nil wins and we all aim to get to 16. So, um, no, I'm sure the guys will be fired up. Uh, I'd like to think so anyway, um, even though we've got a, a mountain to climb against the, the number one seed Bucks. Um, just hoping now that they're all ready to go. So, yeah. You, uh... You messaged us earlier today about the injury updates. Yeah. How, how are you feeling about that with the, the news that was there? Yeah. With, um, um, what was it? T. Ross and Evan having done full practice? They have, yes. Um, I could quickly run through the injury update for you if you like. Yeah, um, go for it, man. Yeah. So, um, first and foremost, uh, let's just start with the player who's no longer in the bubble. So Mo Bamba is left with a comprehensive post-coronavirus evaluation um, as the uh, reason. So he was working hard, couldn't get the conditioning level back up, and thus uh, the team has decided it'd be the best interest for him to recover properly uh, and then just go for it again next year. Uh, you just touched upon uh, Terence Ross and Evan Fournier. Fournier and Rossier both practiced full contact scrimmages on Saturday. However, just reading a bit about um, Ross's condition, 
um, and they said it was a severe case of heartburn, worse and uh, it got worse and debilitating, uh, which found Terence hunched on the floor in a fetal position for an hour on Tuesday wow. last I've not, week. I've not seen that, mate. Yeah, doesn't I've sound good. That. So the team took the decision, take him out there, get him tested, uh, but he's. I think he tweeted, I'm a warrior or something like that. So uh, he's back and uh, ready to go. Um, the other couple of injuries we've got to note, uh, AG's got, of course, the strained hamstring. Uh, last update was he's closer to uh, today contact. Hang on, sorry, I can't even read my writing here. Um, closer to doing contact work, but did not participate in Saturday's scrimmage. Um, and then the last one for us is Michael Carter-Williams. Um, he remains in a walking boot. So that doesn't sound too promising to play yeah. on Tuesday. So, yeah. Okay, mate, that leaves us on nicely to anticipating the starting lineups. So, Mikey, what do you think is going to be our starting lineup for the Magic in the um, game one? I think we're all pleased Tuesday. to see Foltz start against the Pelicans. So that's yeah. going to lead us in, really, isn't it? Game one. So, Foltz, Fournier, backcourt. Um, I think Ennis is going to carry on at three. Um, Gordon, we want starting at the four, don't we? But is it looking more likely that Clark's going to start there? Um, and then, obviously, Vooch in the middle. Um, and then you'd expect for the Bucks, Bledsoe, Mi uh, Matthews, Middleton, Yanis, and Brooke Lopez. So, Gordon coming back's going to be a key for us, at least having some chance of staying in a game or two, isn't it? Um, yeah. It's going to be, yeah, I, I, if, if Gordon doesn't play, Clark, we're, we're not going to stand a chance, are we? Let's be honest. How, how do you, do you feel that um, the, our starting lineup can match up against theirs in the, in the first those important first minutes where we have been dropping away from teams recently. For me, there's, there's two really key matchups, isn't there? For me, you've got faults against Bledsoe. You got, you, you think they, that, what they one of the better teams defending the three, the bucks or that the happy teams taking the three, they try and take yeah, they, away the paint and, and faults has the ability to get into the paint. So if you're going to collapse the defense, then, Fultz is going to be instrumental into, make, into making that happen, isn't he? Um, we're going to obviously have to, to knock down our threes. Um, and then Vooch is going to have to play out of his skin for, for four games, five games, six games, however long the series goes on for. You think back to the last, last season against Toronto and he just got manhandled against uh, Mark Gasol, didn't he, Vooch? And disappeared. So he needs, he needs to... Uh, he needs to really step up into into this this series and show that he was the all star he was last year. Um, but Gordon, we're going to need, aren't we? If we're going to have any chance of slowing down Giannis. Absolutely, absolutely. So, G, um, I'm going to ask you a question here, and it could it, this could be a new section that we have each week that where G slags off a member of their bench that then smokes us. <laughs> so who's going to be, who's the bums that's coming off of uh, the Milwaukee bench? Oh, they don't have many bums coming off of their bench. Um, have we actually found a team that you rate? Well, they're number one in the East, not in the league, aren't they? What about um, Chris Middleton, G? What about him? He, he's a starter, mate. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, not looking at their bench, they're, they're solid, they're deep, you know, they even their sort of third string. Um, could give a lot of our second string a game. Um, just picking up on the matchups there, you were saying um, one matchup I think is key is the bench, bench against the bench. DJ Augustine and Terence Ross are going to have to play out of their skins as well, yeah. um, just to keep up with the points. Um, the Milwaukee can score off the bench. Um, the front court, um, like Mikey just said, if Aaron Gordon doesn't play. Ours looks extremely thin without Mo Bamba. So you've got Vucevic and Birch at the five. Um, and then at the four, you're probably going to have Clark starting. And then it'll be Law, Johnson, Ennis filling up, you know, minutes there. And if one of yep. them gets into foul trouble, uh, defending Giannis, uh, it could be a long night of free, free throws. So... Um, no, the the Milwaukee bench is loaded. Uh, Robin Lopez, much like his brother, um, very solid. Uh, Marvin Williams, Pat Connaughton, uh, George Hill. Just keeps a lot going on, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah, and then you got Kyle Corver, you know, the league Ex- leader yeah. in threes. Yeah. Um, and Ursin Ilyasova, and we know what he can do to us. Oh, sorry, he's the bum. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There's always one. I'm sat at home now thinking, get in there, I'm having a series. So he's going to go off for 30 on, on Tuesday, isn't he? Yeah. Right, and then you, you, the, one of the guys who doesn't get mentioned off of their bench is this guy, uh, Di Vincenzo. Di Vincenzo. Yeah. Out of no, he, I mean, I, I don't know, out of nowhere for me, he's he's got himself a position in the team. I, I wasn't aware of him previously. Um, no, he's Hitting Hard 9.2 player. points a game. Mm. Hell of a player. Out of nowhere. He's one that's, <clears throat> that's crept up on me. I wasn't aware of him previously until you start looking at the at the team. Um, God, that's that's a good backup guy that they've got there. What about, your, sorry, I'm going to throw a question yeah, to on. you guys. What do you, what's your biggest worry against the Bucks? We obviously I'll know Dennis is a big player. We obviously know he he's in, he's he's big to the way the Bucks play, but what what do you feel is the biggest problem that we're going to have to stop? For me, mate, it's defending the three. It's defending the three. They are a superb team on the three. They love throwing the three ball. Um, they are a very good team shooting from deep, and unfortunately, all season and particularly whilst we've been in the um, the bubble, we've had a hell of a problem defending the three. Mm. Um, you only have to look at the, the Pacers game, how quickly that game got away from us with them, with the Pacers firing the three and TJ TJ Warren had a cracker. Um, the same issue was prevalent against the, the Nets in the defeat there. They were hitting the three ball at will. Um, that's that's my concern that we that we don't defend the three. Mm. Um, and last last season we were okay at it; we were doing all right. But this season we seem to be getting smoked by teams from the from from deep. Yeah, well, there's that, and what I just mentioned before uh, the fouls and yeah. having that depth at the front court. Um, you have Yanis driving to the basket and you know the referees are happy to blow their whistle. Um, people are going to rack up two, three, four, five fouls in no time. 
Um, I can just see it getting out of hand in a couple of games. I really can. If we'd had, you know, Jonathan Isaac, who was a very good defender, um, starting playing on on Giannis, um, even Alfaru Camino, it's more bodies, more Bamba, great in the middle, uh, blocking shots. Um, I just feel we're a little bit undermanned for them. Um, and yeah. I can't see it ending well. Well, I think in the in the game preview, uh, sorry, the the season pre the series preview, I've wrote about defending the three ball, the the number of fouls that we've been committing in the in the bubble, and then also the number of turnovers that we've committed. That has been mm. so much higher than we've done all season. Uh, that's something else that we have to that we really have to look at. Those three are going to be huge huge issues for us. So. As we as we look at the key matchups, then how do we how do we play Giannis? How do you feel that we can best play him, Mikey? Any thoughts? You've got to keep him out of the paint, haven't you? To start off with, if you can limit him to taking long to taking threes and mid range jumpers, I think you're winning, aren't you? If if Giannis is getting to the basket, it will, and. Like G's already said, we just haven't got enough in the front court. We haven't got enough bodies to throw at Yanis and spread out fouls, have we, to slow it down? Um, yeah, that's what I would say. Is is oh, I just I don't know where we're going to start with this really. Um, One of the questions I want to ask is: Go on. We've we've seen obviously his now infamous head bump, as the mm. NBA have called it. Uh, that led to the ejection, and Giannis has admitted that it came as a reaction from frustration at how he's been played with physicality and his perception of not getting fouls. This comes back to something that we were talking about a couple of weeks back. Do you feel that we've got to play him a little bit more aggressive, that we've got to be a little less nice? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think if we can get... Again, MC Birmingham's talking about Michael Carter Williams. He's he's the one that sets yeah. the tone for the for the bench unit, doesn't he? Um, and he comes in, and he's aggressive and gets after the ball. Um, he's got a little bit of length, hasn't he? I think if you can throw MCW Ennis Clark's got a little bit about him. A Wandu Gordon again. We've already talked about. Um, yeah. You're just going to have to throw different bodies at him, throw different looks at him. You can't keep playing one on playing him one on one yeah. of you. Double team him, get the ball out of his hands, and and hope that you can do enough to to defend the three better than we have been. Could you throw then, a zone? You play a zone then. And see how it goes. I think you've got to mix it up, G. I don't think I think you've got to play some zone. You've got to play some. You've got to double team. You've got to try and trap him. You've just got to try and keep them guessing, haven't you? If if you become too predictable, I, I think all of I think our biggest worry is we get behind early, and our heads drop and and the game's lost early because we've never we we don't get off to good starts, do we? Typically, we haven't. You think back to like the Indiana game and we got down big and and we were chasing it, we were chasing the game from the get go. So yeah. we need to try and get to the end of the first half within touching distance aren't we even if you're behind by five at least that way you're not giving yourself too much to do in the second half um yeah 
don't it's, it's a difficult one, it's, isn't it? It's hard like, to say, it's hard to see how we can actually do it, isn't it? Because because again, they're good. They're good from three. We're not good defending the three. You've got players like Bledsoe. Bledsoe's really good at getting to the basket as well, as well yep. as Giannis. So you've got to defend the paint better. Um, again, you already mentioned Bamba. We haven't got his length to come off the bench and try and challenge a little bit more. So you're, rel- you're literally relying on, on Vooch and Birch to be physical and try and... Vooch is the problem. And if you get him in foul trouble, you lose his offensive game then. Well, you, you've, just, you've just mentioned Eric Bledsoe. Hmm. Um, and again, as a, as a point guard, he is a he's a genuine threat. Uh, Sixty-one games he's played this season, and he scored double figures in forty-five of those. Um, a season high of thirty-four points and ten assists, uh, coming against Washington. Uh, field goal shooting of forty-seven percent plus on the season, and thirty-four just short of thirty-five percent on the three but the vast majority of his points come at the rim. So again, we've got to we've got to defend the paint with him. We do that and you've still got Chris Middleton. You know, the guy give him um, and we've got and again, we can't foul him. I don't know if you've seen the stat he shoots just short of 92% from the free throw line. Um it's just short of 50% on the season from the field and just short of 42% from deep. Mm. That's that's hell of a issue. Um, he's played in all four games against this season, and averaged nineteen and a half points, eight point three rebounds, and four point three assists. Mm. GGC, who do you see being put on Chris Middleton? Uh, well, you got West Matthews and Middleton, haven't you? So, I suppose I would probably put Ennis on Middleton just because you'd want to give Fournier a bit more of a break so he could concentrate on his offense. Um, what's it? Matthews, he's more of a sit on the outside, get the open three kind of player. So if you put Evan on him, it might just give him a bit more of a break. Um, and we're going to need Evan's offense big time. He's going to have to hit his shots. He's going to have to cut. He's going to have to do literally everything uh, and win a lot of the fans over. So it's a good opportunity for him. He's been very good against the the books this season. Uh, that's actually that was where I was going to go next when you mentioned Evan. Um, if he can find his range, how effective do you feel that he can be for us? He's going to have to be, isn't he? Um, if if he can take away the pressure from Vucevic and Vucevic's post game jump shots etc., um, that'll allow everybody else. It'll allow Fultz to to get a bit more freedom driving to the basket. It might give Ennis a few more open threes. Uh, Ross, when he comes in as the sixth man, um, he needs to be shooting you know very well uh, for us to stand a chance. So everybody's contribution is gonna affect everybody so everybody needs to play their A game we need Evan go on Mikey sorry I was just going to say if, if we're going to win a game or two we're going to have to play the perfect game aren't we we, we, yeah. we don't have any margin for error we, we can't rely on the Bucks taking a night off I don't think any of us are expecting that I know they've been hit and miss haven't they during the eight bubble games I, but, I, I think they've used it as as, as an extended preseason. Exactly. exactly. They have lost nine of the last thirteen. Nah. 
I, I, I wouldn't go in. I wouldn't look at any of that, yeah. to be honest. I think they're just going to come out the gates. and Hard. And yeah. Matters. Of course they will. Of course they will. Put us to bed early. And, I, I mean, if you, if you look back at the last game when we beat the Pelicans... Vooch looked like he's ready for the playoffs. Going, what did he go? Ten of eleven from the field, three or four from three. So, yeah. hopefully, he's he's prepared and he's ready to uh, to have a better series than he did last year. Um, Fournier's going to have to shoot the lights out, isn't he? Ross as well. Yep. DJ, that the three's going to be key to staying in the game. Mm. It's you look at their defense; it is built around. Um, Defending the paint and, as I say, they almost dare teams to shoot the three. Mm, yeah. Um, so if we have any hope of changing their defensive mindset, we have to hit the three ball regularly. Um, we all know that in some games we've been magnificent at it. Other games it's been oh, dire, hasn't it? We've, it's been embarrassing at times, the, the three ball. So the other player you've already spoke about, uh, Melvin. 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 <laughs> We've got to bring up Melvin. Melvin, Melvin, Melvin. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I, he's not going to be, if we've got some, if we've got a full, that nine, ten man roster that we expect to see when Aaron and MCW are properly back, Melvin's not likely to feature. But he, I think in this, if, if, Aaron isn't there for the first game and Michael Carter-Williams aren't there for the first We've got every chance of seeing him again. And I'm going to have to fall on my sword again. <laughs> this, is getting, this is getting so repetitive. He played well in the last game. He, he came on and gave it effort. So, you know, I mean, I know that you've been saying, Mikey, he's, he's obviously just wanted proper minutes. So I've, I've got to fall on my sword and say, well played again. <laughs> this is killing me, guys. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, I think we've spoke about that. But, gee, I just want to ask you a quick question. Yeah. As, as probably the longest term fan that we have, 2001 yeah. playoffs, mate. How did you, how do you, how do you remember it? What, was, what were your favourite moments? Yeah, so that was the third year I was following the Magic. The first year that uh, we signed Tracy McGrady and Grant Hill. Of course, Grant Hill was on the sideline. Um, so we played a five-game series uh, against the second-seed Bucks at the time. We were seventh-seed. Um, we didn't win. Uh, we lost 3-1 in total. Um, McGrady played out of his skin. He got about 33 points per game. Uh, we had John Amici, a fellow Brit, playing uh, a couple of minutes here and there. Uh, which was nice to see. Uh, but game three, I got I sent you guys a link uh, last night, and um, yeah. I dug I dug out my old VHS Pontel videos. Um, it was an overtime game, uh, the first home game, so game three. Uh, we did win that one. I've written the score down here: 121-116, and it was back and forth, uh, a lot of late threes. It was a bit of pushing and shoving between uh, T Mac and. Glenn, uh, Puppy Dog, Robinson, bit of, uh, you know, um, stuff going on in the media as well, calling each other names. It, you know, it was, it was quite nice to see. Um, that's what I like, a bit of, you know, a bit of fight. Um, and it showed that they cared, you know. Um, but no, I, 
watched that back uh, last night and um, I, I do miss that team having that star in McGrady um, just give him the ball get out of the way and let him do his thing uh, so no that was my main memory from it is that game three um, I think you can watch it on YouTube if you if you do um, select to, to do so 2001 I should definitely as you say you sent the link I should definitely watch that I should definitely yeah. watch that but I've not a chance yet so. yeah so but, no, and so at the time I didn't particularly like Milwaukee, but they they had a decent team. They had uh, Ray Allen, Sam Cassell, Glenn Robinson, um, who else? Tim Thomas. So uh, yeah, a decent team, and I think they made the East Finals and lost to Philly, I think. So um, no, they were a good team. Cool. So so just a quick stat um, to lead on to my next question. Since the league was expanded in 83-84, the number one seed has won 67 out of the 72 first round series over the eight seed. Um, Magic have been, this is the third time that we've been the eight seed. The previous two, we uh, lost in the first round to Detroit both times. So guys, series prediction. Gee, I'll go to you first. What do you feel that we're going to do? What do you feel the score's going to be and how do you feel we'll play? We're going to shock the world and sweep them 4-0. <laughs> <laughs> how have you been drinking? No, <laughs> <laughs> no um, we've, we've discussed it uh, in detail. Uh, you can't see anything more than a Bucks uh, series win. I do think we'll, we'll shock them in one game, uh, perhaps the first or second, just to, you know, wake them up a little bit um, but I think got too much for us so I will say 4-1 Milwaukee Mikey your opinion mate uh, I'm going to go 4-0 to us no I'm not to the Bucks um, <laughs> if we're going to win a game we've already said Gordon's got to play MCW's got to play for us to even try and stay in the game I just don't see it happening there's there's just too much, like I said, from the three, not being able to defend the paint. They've got everything, haven't they, the Bucks? Yeah. Um, and the main thing is we haven't got J.I. that can uh, that can defend Giannis. Um, so I think there'll be a couple of games we'll, we'll be able to hang around, but I just don't think we've got enough to win a game. No. Can you, Paul? Okay. Oh, mate. I desperately don't want to say this. Um, I think it's 4-0. I hate to say that. Um, I I don't see... In, this, in the way that last year against the Raptors, we came out in game one, I don't think they underestimated us, but we were in better form. We'd gone in with um, more confidence. Uh, we didn't have any injury concerns. And that game one, we were able to take a stunning win um, I don't see that being the case this time um, I don't I think that we might get a game three again like we did last year when we were in the Amway and we we battled back we came so close to taking that game um, but I, I just don't think that we're going to have enough to actually take a game if it had been that we've definitely got MCW and Aaron Gordon in in some to play, then I'm more confident that we can 
perhaps sneak one. But I just think that we've got too much against us at this moment in time, that they've got too much for us, um, unfortunately. So I'm going to have to go 4 0. I'm going to have to go 4 0, which I really don't like doing. Oh, you so. two are miserable, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say it, mate. Honestly, just got to be realistic, me. haven't we? It's killing me. Um, okay. So we've already touched on it, and uh, this this is the quiz question going to be around the, the 2001 series. Okay. Are you ready, boys? Yeah, go on. Far away. Okay. Nice, easy question for you. 12 players featured for the Magic across those four games in the 2001 series. Can you tell me who those players were? Mikey, I'll let you shoot first because G's name's Let's go with the Brit, John Amici. Good man. There's one. G? Tracy McGrady. Oh, I can't believe you took the easy one. I uh, thought you'd go for deep next. dive. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Andrew, Andrew de Klerk. Oh, nice one. Yeah. Pat Garrity. Good man. Yep. Troy Hudson. Nice. Yep. Mike Miller. Yep. Bo Outlaw. That's correct. Yep, yeah, Bo was there. Uh, D Brown. Correct. Yeah, nice one. Oh, now I'm running out. Um, how many have we got left, Paul? Uh, you've got six of them so far, so we're halfway through. Oh, man. I'm stuck already. I'll give you a clue. One of them uh, is very, very famous magic player. Nick. No. No? No. Who am I thinking? Is he, Hall of, is he Hall of Famer? I think he might be a Hall of Famer for us. Magic Hall of Famer, I think. Grant Hill. No, mate. He didn't play. He didn't get any minutes. Ah, oh, right. I thought you were talking. Okay. So, who have we got so far, Paul? You've gone Tracy McGrady, yeah. Mike Miller, yeah. Bo Outlaw, yeah. uh, Pat Garrity, D Brown, John Amici. Did somebody? Oh, hang on. sorry, you got oh. seven. You got Andrew De Clerk as well, didn't you? Daryl, Daryl Armstrong. Get in there, good man. <laughs> okay. Um, on, Mike, Michael Doliak. Nice one. Yeah. Just shoot, shoot them off now. Finish them off, mate. Yeah, go for a G. Um, before me. Don Reed. You did, yes, correct. Uh, that team, that team, that team. Is it in the, in the series or? The whole series, across the four games of the series. Oh, man. How many are we missing now? Two. I believe. Is that... Oh, man. I'll give you a clue. He's a head coach in the NBA. He is. That was going to be... Oh, Monty Williams. Yep. One left. Um... How have you got the answers, Mikey? I'm cheating because I'm done, mate. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Um, give us a clue, Paul. Oh, God, how do I do that? Pretty sure um... you've got them all. Have we mentioned? Have I, have I missed Troy Hudson? 
No, he you said, said Mikey said Troy I Hudson. said Troy Hudson. Did you? I missed him. I apologise. Oh, there you go. There you go. So you've got them all. You've got them all, mate. Nicely. Okay. Next bit should. Um, I'm guessing that you're going to fire this off straight away. So most points across the four games for the Magic. Who scored the most points? Oh, that's T-Mac. That's part of my. That's part of my research. <laughs> Do you know how many you got then? Thirty-three odds. Point nine, if I remember. <laughs> Do you know how many you got total? Um, hundred and twenty-three. Oh, so close. One three five across four games. That's okay. some performance. Most assists across the series. Probably McGrady as well. Absolutely, bang on with thirty-three rebounds. Bo Outlaw. One hundred percent correct. <laughs> and finally, finally, oh, steals. Wow. Who got the most steals for the Magic across the four games? It's either Daryl or T Mac. We've got, got the top two. Who are you going for? Got to be Daryl. You've got T Mac, G. Yes. Mikey's gone Daryl. Yeah. It is. It's Daryl Armstrong with eight. <laughs> T-Mac had seven. And Bo wow. had five. They were the top right. ones. So, yeah. Excellent. 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 Told you it weren't too nasty. Right. No. Okay. So, that's uh, while you took them for tonight. Um, guys, if you can make sure, please check out uh, the website. We've got an in-depth preview article up there. Um, OrlandoMagicUK.com uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or it's uh, at Orlando Magic UK. So, again, thanks for watching. Again, thank you for your likes, your follows, your subscriptions, and uh, let's go magic. <laughs>